Welcome to the Snake's Paw. This is our second episode of Basic Pitches. I am Matthew Morris. And before we begin, we have a couple announcements that we'd like to make in regard to this episode that we're recording now and also some upcoming episodes for the month of December. Hey, y'all. It's Andrew. We're actually recording at my place, and it's an eventful night in this house. We've actually got some friends around who are going to step in for the recording, so you might hear some voices that are going to be new to you. And we also happen to have a voodoo initiation ritual going on in the house, so if you overhear some other voices or some drumming, that might be what's going on. Hey y'all, Jack here. Uh, We wanted to take a second and thank everybody for coming with us on this journey so far. The Starship Mudskipper has been a blast to do, but we're gonna be taking a break from that show for a while. It is coming back, but it won't be until sometime in the new year. We've got another show that will be airing this month, a four-parter that I'm really excited to share with you, but I don't wanna give anything away, except that it will be released on an accelerated schedule. We'll be running new episodes every Thursday this month. Also, during December, we're going to be releasing an episode of Basic Pitches once a week. And when we were doing these Basic Pitches, we're going to have some guest collaborators accompanying us with a few of them, including one that we have with us tonight. It's our friend James. James comes from the same theater world that the group of us uh, have collaborated in before and is also our original gateway into sound. James is the reason why you were able to hear all of us this evening and uh, gets credit for all the things that work and we get the blame for all the things that don't. That is that is how very accurate. credit should be distribute, distributed here. I'm the gateway of sound. <laughs> I'm the vulva through which all vibrations pass. <laughs> I'm also very basic, which is why I've been invited to participate in basic pitches. Yep. Gonna tear some shit down tonight. (laughs) Oh, do you guys... I I don't know if y'all saw the comments on the YouTube video, but some people have mentioned that our title kind of sounds like basic bitches. No, that would be copyright infringement. Yeah, no. I... (laughs) Maybe it's just like one or two people. I don't know. I don't know where they're getting this That's from. That's weird. Hmm. That's why you should never read the comments. We just we walked <laughs> I, by the basic pitches store in the mall comment. so many times. I just feel like it's subconscious for us by now. It, it probably leaked in. Yeah. Is there a basic bitches store in the mall? Is that a real thing? <laughs> I would not be surprised just, if there is. I was about to let that go, but... street somewhere. There's a basic bitches boutique. <laughs> it's on brand. Um, it's new enough of a phrase, right? That like, it's still, it's still potentially hot. in the future for it to be something that would be like mainstream. I don't know how often you get bitch in neon lights yet. Yeah, we would still be a little cutting edge. Well, when we open the boutique version of this, we'll be the front runners. Okay, this intro is gonna kind of gone off the rails a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> On brand, yeah, yeah. Well. But tonight, Matthew is gonna share a story for us. He's going to talk us in, and we'll uh, perfect it. All right. With James's help. Yeah. Can I ask a question before we start? Yes. Please. Is that allowed? No. No. Um, so uh, usually when you're on a, a radio program, you listen to a few episodes before you come. I did not do my homework on this one. Um, so I'm just curious. Uh, are we here to support or, or heckle or judge or uh, collaborate? Like, what's the function of the bitches to make the it's, pitches? Follow your heart. All of the above. Do uh, whatever. Yeah, there's there's no bad ideas in brainstorming, and there's no wrong way to do a basic pitch. Okay. 
And in theory, we're going to help uh, make whatever this idea is better. But I just knowing us, I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. Great. Well, here to help. And <laughs> cool. So yes, I will in this case lay down the idea, and then it'll be open forum after that. So just free for all. All right. Y'all ready? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. So I've always personally been a big fan of werewolf movies, like of the, the supernatural subgenre of horror, like vampires and zombies and things like them. Like werewolf movies are consistently some of my favorites. And so I was thinking along the lines of like what you could do with a werewolf movie. And the thing is, I really like the template of a werewolf movie. The notion of someone, this something happens to this person. They don't know what's going on. They don't necessarily remember what's happened to them in the, during the time that they've become a werewolf, and they feel they are maybe aware that they've done something horrible, but they're not necessarily conscious of what they've done, and they're having to wrestle with this. And so, the first part of the movie is just going to be a normal werewolf movie. Guy gets bit, becomes a werewolf, transforms one night, goes on a rampage, wakes up the next morning. He doesn't know what's going on. He's super hungover in like with like just awful werewolf hangover. And he's got blood on him and his clothes are in tatters. And then like, again, it happens on the next full moon as it starts to see this pattern. It's like, oh God, I've become a werewolf and he has to wrestle with this. And he's got, what am I going to do? But then on the third transformation, the full moon just seemingly happens to coincide with a furry convention that's going on in town. <laughs> and so he's doing his werewolf thing and he's, you know, rampaging. And then he comes across three or four people in fur suits in an alleyway and they turn to look at him. And suddenly it's not the werewolf who's attacking people like the tables have turned and they're werewolves on the run from the furries. And at first, you think just they're furries, so they're into werewolves, and they want to bang this werewolf. Oh, was that what we thought at first? <laughs> okay. Go on. Did y'all catch it? That's the subtext. Yeah. <laughs> Got it? And we'll have a violin solo. <laughs> so the werewolf is running away, and perhaps the viewer thinks that there's some sort of sexual thing going on. And so he just spends the whole night just trying to avoid these furries who are like relentlessly pursuing him. And suddenly like the werewolf has become the victim and these fursuit people are very uh, threatening. But then it becomes apparent after like he comes out of it the next day and in the days following that this is part of a conspiracy among a certain sect of furries to track down cases of lycanthropy and then to try to be bit by lycanthropes oh, uh, so that they can uh, actualize themselves as uh, like, like anthropomorphs. Yeah. As full on like nice furry realization. Twist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For realization. For realization. <laughs> it's for real. <laughs> like in uh, like the uh, G G G Guillermo and what we do in the shadows. Who's yeah. hanging out just to get bit yes. to turn into a vampire? It was so close to being Guillermo. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I got there. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. And then, so at this point, the conflict is: does this werewolf guy, who is not part of this whole thing, he just kind of stumbled into this accidentally, does he oppose them and stand up to this, you know, kind of conspiracy to create this new world werewolf order, or? Does he join forces with them? And that's what he's got to wrestle with. 
in my I love act. it. There's so much. It, you're, you've, you've set us up for like really just the home stretch here, and there's so much that could happen. I'm curious about a little bit of backstory. I guess two things. You say sort of a new world order. Is this like, oh, if we all turn ourselves into were animals, then we'll be way stronger than everybody else and it's world domination? Potentially, yeah. That's kind of the at least what they're going for. Cool. Wait, so this is I love Andrew's implication that uh, by where animals that there are other <laughs> Well, yeah, things come there. in all kingdoms yeah, and varieties. So there's there's got to be another sect that's trying to track down like the frogs and stuff. The were frogs <laughs> and um, I mean, I think one often sees like smaller predator animals at these things. I'm not an expert, but a lot of, <laughs> you know, a lot of foxes and a lot of uh, of, of marmosets. I don't know, but um, you, you seem to know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy on the furry mammals, as the name implies. Yeah. Um, they're not called scalies. So, oh yeah, yeah. We're not dealing with like Gila monsters most of the time. So we would have a decent number. Is that how that's of, pronounced? This might just be a subset of furries, but I'm just trying to place the, this in furry dumb at there large. There should be a Gila monster named Guillermo, though, <laughs> just to really <laughs> lean into that soft G. It's Guillermo. So we're uh, so so for simplicity's sake, the first installment in this twenty-part series is. About werewolves, <laughs> but we have the room right, to, right, right. to yes, expand yes, this whole the extended lycanthropy so, universe, furry lycanthropy universe, because it has endless potential. And I guess my as big as Animal Kingdom. My smaller question within this is: Do they have a way when they look at this guy when he comes in the alley? Are they able to know what he is on site versus like, oh, that's a really good costume? I think there's yes, got to be more because story. specifically, I think they're seeking him out. They've heard reports uh, that gotcha. sound okay. like. Some kind of like so they organized the, the furry convention to, to be on the full exactly. moon because <laughs> there's all very so well planned they on actually, their part. But they're not actually furries. No, no, they they are, they, they are furries. But 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 but, but they're <laughs> yeah. actually at this point werewolf hunters because there's a big difference James between going to a convention wrap his center head around furries. <laughs> yeah, they're not necessarily representative of the furry community. They're right. wolves in sheep's clothing, as they were a yeah. subset. So I'm people curious. Who are trying to yeah, yeah, it's like the agents of Shield, but they're like they're like uh, disguised as furries, right? Because they really want to take over no, no, the no, world no. as werewolves. They're... Oh yes. Right? That's the okay. angle. The costume is it's practice just... for putting up with the level of warmth that will be entailed. <laughs> will be exactly. entailed later on. <laughs> yeah, the the werewolf for one per thing is going to be like a wolf man type thing. It's not going to be a full on wolf. There has to be some kind of like anthropomorphic mm. quality to the transformation. And yeah, I would say that the furries or the werewolf wannabes, they know who they're looking for, and they have tracked him down, and they're going to get him they're hunting him and he thinks that they're hunting him that's what he thinks as a wolf he's just instinctively running away because they're chasing after him but what they're actually trying to do is get bit by him nice mm. and do they have like so do they have like an alpha oh yes i like that so you've got like this group and they all have their own kind of suits they're all kind of distinctive in some way if you've got some guy who's like got an eye patch or something who's clearly the <laughs> You don't need an eye patch because he's wearing a fursuit. It's just over the fursuit. But he has like a scar like over his eye that starts to get below it. Yeah, exactly. We know, we know the type. An extra eye patch over his furry suit. And when he pulls off the, the whole head, because I'm picturing it like the mascot kind right, of furry right, suits. Exactly. Underneath, he's also got a real, a real eye patch. <laughs> the same scar. Yeah, but on the other eye. <laughs> because their fursuits are custom. Yeah, I mean, they would have to These be. These folks are rolling uh, I think They clearly are. I think the uh, the conflict here is going to have to it's going to have to come in different forms. 
at least one of the the furries is going to be like, hey, a-hole, I'm telling you how this is going to be. You're going to bite us or else. And then at least one of them is going to just be good cop about it and be like, listen, I'll do whatever you need. I just I need you to help me actualize myself as as the the where person that i'm going to be and i will i'll do your laundry i'll <laughs> i'll be your familiar uh, uh whatever you whatever you want I'll, I'll do it for you just just please i i guess this is where he has to decide what kind of werewolf he wants to be does he want to take advantage of the weak does he want yeah. to... what he's gonna to have to fight the alpha at some point that's just yeah. that's just well, real for sure. Yeah. Well, you raise an interesting question of like, <clears throat> who is the hero of the story? Whose story is it? Is yeah. it is it this werewolf guy? Can we call him Fred just for convenience? Sure. Yeah, Fred Wolf. Fred Wolf. It's Fred just Wolf. very ironic that he got turned into a werewolf because he was just born with the name. <laughs> but it's Wolf it's with Fred two O's. It's like an imperfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fred yeah. Wolf. I knew a magician named Fred Wolf. Um, what? Did you? Total really? coincidence. Yeah, like twenty years ago, he was in my literally was five years old. He pulled a rabbit out of a hat. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. Is Fred Wolf so featuring that Dude, guy? Way to go for a cliche fifth birthday party. <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, you still remember yeah. it two decades later. But it could be that he's the hero who's like fighting for his independence, and it's almost like the lycanthropy. You said the word so much. Lycanthrope. Like but it's it could almost be like a disease he's dealing with you know and so like at first you like you feel for him you know like he's got this thing he's got to overcome but maybe so maybe that could be he's the hero in that way or it could be that these other people want to become werewolves and that's a good thing for some reason that i haven't thought of yet <laughs> uh, yeah. well because he doesn't necessarily know if he can cure being a werewolf right so maybe he just joins in with the pack so mm-hmm. to speak and maybe that's oh, the so conflict he, that leads to him duking it out with the author. For sure, because if in the course of, if we are seeing his first couple of transformations, we've got to see what an alienating and lonely experience that is. And they mm-hmm. offer him potentially the sense of like a new community. Oh, so he builds a pack. Oh, what if they... Yeah, go ahead. What if they uh, What if they seduce him into it? Like, okay, let's say there's going to be the good cop wolf who's actually... Um, maybe there's a romantic love angle there. As much as I hate romance in uh, werewolf stories, <laughs> it could start as like, I've fallen in love with this one person and I don't want to be this immortal beast by myself, but the, the alpha over there, he's kind of a jerk. So I'm just going to change you and we can run away together and be werewolves forever. And then as soon as he changes her, she's just like... Haha, I got mine. Now I'm going to change them because I was actually in love with the Alpha and we were just using you. And now that we can change everyone, you're not needed. So they try to kill him or whatever. And then the whole third act could just be a a standard revenge story of werewolf killing werewolf. No, Lupino, we were rooting for you. (laughs) Lupino. Lupino. Was she born with that name, or is that her persona name? If he got to be Fred Wolf, (laughs) Lupino, I don't know. Uh, Vyacheslava is a completely reasonable (laughs) yes so Lupina breaks his heart and then he has to eat her heart because that's the only way you kill a werewolf is that I thought there was like silver involved oh uh, (gasps) canonically you can eat their hearts and that also does the trick so you don't have to waste money on silver bullets if if you're already a werewolf what if he's werewolf with a gun he like gets her a like (laughs) Silver wedding ring that he wants to offer her, mm. and then the wedding ring ends up killing. Ends up being like a weapon of murder. 
we need oh, a silver weapon yeah, he, at some point. Ooh, we yeah. After, he, after he gets double-crossed yeah. and she kicks him Melts out and they down, think he's turns dead. Into a bullet. Yes. Because you can't go out and buy silver bullets. you got to make them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So then the next question to discuss, in honor of all the great werewolf movies ever, is what level of bad CG <laughs> do we want to do these werewolves? Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. I, mean, I think it will the be... The furries are in suits really invites oh, kind of yeah. anything and everything because you can just have the fur bursting out of the seams of the suit and yeah. then just like tear oh, the suit open that. that's a good image oh, that I would like be that cool. a lot yeah. Yeah. can you imagine like a five nights at freddy's kind of animatronic suit yeah. just like with bits of fur poking out and then like the mask half coming off and underneath it there's just werewolf face this is the yeah. werewolf eyes is oh, like yeah. something yeah. with a really sort of uncanny like fake face with big bulgy eyes someone in a fursuit just kind of slowly walks towards the camera and then the transformation happens from beneath it yes i think we oh yeah just captures yeah, it yeah, all yeah. in a little nutshell yeah i love it personally i'm a big fan of the practical effects era werewolf movies claymation <laughs> Uh, not, <laughs> not that practical, but uh, like my mind went very, very uh, Evil Dead for a second. Yeah, uh, like the Howling I, and American Werewolf in London and uh, Company of Wolves and things like that, where it's like the those very grotesque like '80s special effects, like you had in, like the Thing, and where it's just like the slimiest plastic you can imagine. I think the expression is uh, wet puppets. Wet? Pu- oh my God! Really? Yes, puppets. Yeah. Like yeah. That. That's- I've seen it referred to as wet puppet uh, special effects, wow. and I love that. That's great. Yeah. That's it's such a succinct. perfect. I mean, that's a title for something right there. <laughs> that's our next basic pitch is going to be we oh, just, wet yeah, puppets. What, what is wet puppets a story about? It's puppets who get turned oh, on I've by having idea. hands up their ah! insides. No, no, no. Just, just I, I got an idea. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. okay. So, what? how does this turn out in the end? Does he overcome does well, he take over the packet does he kill all the other werewolves and does he free himself of the curse i think we have to oh. for it to be truly tempting we have to see him come within reach of it mm-hmm. and so there has to be as we've said a fight with the alpha there has to be a showdown at which point if we do have the if we have lupina standing in for the you know romance standing in for the idea of community he still has to have some level of thought that he could like get her back um I think I've got it. Go for it. I think I've got something that ties everything together, but it's going to kind of make this whole thing uh, take place over the scope of many moons. Okay. Um, okay. So obviously he's with this group long enough to fall in love with, love with Lupina and uh, want to marry her. So we're going to say this has been months and months they've, they've been going through this. Uh, then he finally changes her and she and the others beat him up and like throw him off a bridge or whatever, like. Oh, he's probably dead. Let's not worry about him again. And then over the next, like the whole third act is him seeking his revenge, but planning it out because revenge is a dish best served cold. So he finally, after a while, let's say like a year, comes and he attacks them at Lupina and Alpha Male's wedding. And he just red weddings. He kills everybody there. But like right before he kills Lupina, she's like, wait, I have a child and then he kills her, and then he hears a baby crying, and he looks over, and there's a werewolf baby. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with a dog, just like Bruce Man. <laughs> so it ends with the main character getting a dog. Yes. So now he's got companionship, 
because he's got a werewolf baby. That's his new community. He's going to raise that baby like he didn't kill its parents. <laughs> and it's going to suddenly get really cute for like a yeah, day every month. Yeah, werewolf babies are going to be super cute. Oh, yeah. And then you yeah. can have the werewolf Ooh, babies. That's, <laughs> that's the follow-up series. The yeah, children's TV show spinoff. Yes. So much I'm, branding I'm all potential. for that. <laughs> and, um... Oh, God, and you could sell the plushes of the werewolf baby. Yes, and it <laughs> like, transforms. It, like, turns inside out. There's, oh, like, God. Yeah, I used this, to have a stuffed animal has turned into that was, like, a dinosaur that turns inside out, and it's an egg. Mm, and if you, like, squished oh. it all around just right, you could Velcro it shut to be an egg again. And so I think we have a, a, a something to baby. start drawing out schematics for. <laughs> yeah. All right. I like that we're thinking about the branding before we even have a title. You have to thing. do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. think about yeah, merchandising. Yeah. That's right. It's um, like we're not going to make any money on the movie. It's all going to come from the action <laughs> figures and the dolls. That's I mean, it. Yeah, we're, we we know where the where the, the real juice with this with this concept is. Uh, I feel like by the same token, all along the way, the wolves would have to have somebody who's sort of if there's an alpha, there's also kind of an omega in the pack who is doesn't even actually want to be a wolf, like wants to be a frog or something like that. And that... Oh, God. He's the only one who lives. He's the one who tells him after he kills everyone at the wedding, like, hey, by the way, you should know, there's a werewolf puppy. <laughs> yes. And He's like, I didn't kill you, Ned, or what's the frog person name? Ned, Ned Groff. Ned Groff. <laughs> I didn't kill you, Ned Groff, because I know you didn't want to beat me up and throw me off the bridge. They made you. And uh, possibly a post-credits little little teaser. I don't know. By some means or other, Ned Groff gets the info about a werefrog who's out there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Or there could be somewhere. A, a mad scientist who's working on engineering the the werewolf disease to work for other species and oh, yeah. some genetic science it might there. have to be done artificially yeah. that could be another spin-off series who ned groff like what's what's our wolf's first name fred uh, fred thank you fred. fred i was like fred and ned are too similar <laughs> fine we're rolling with it they yeah. are there's an ed there's a bed and there's a dead um so maybe fred decides not to take the baby and ned's like that's all right i will and then we find out he's using huh. the baby for genetic testing yes. to like oh, engineer in the other species. That is a great yes. setup for a sequel. Absolutely. I can just see like the mad science lab, like after the credits, uh, Ned's got like, I don't know, some jumper cables hooked to the baby who doesn't seem to mind. And then like the other end is hooked to just a frog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it works. Ned's not a very good genetic scientist, but we, he gets results. We could, you know, lead this in with apparent benignness by having, you know, he's Ned is bringing the baby to somebody with a white coat, and the and the baby has like a bandage on its arm and it's crying because we think he just like gave they got the baby its vaccinations or something like that, and then we we like ease in the reality. Such a good dad. Yeah, he's <laughs> puppy Way too many twists here. <laughs> it's a sequel. We're like doing. Oh, he brings him into the doctor, and the doctor's like, "But there's nothing wrong with this baby." And Ned's like, "But it's hungry." And then it it wolfs out and eats the doctor. Oh and Ned just does this. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a sequel. I like we it. have completely moved away from Fred. <laughs> well, no, there's cause... like five post-credit sequences. Here. Yeah, the whole furry thing is the first one, right? Yeah, I don't think any movie ever and should it's be. It's going to be like maybe not a good movie, but at least an entertaining movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then we'll have a whole bunch of sequels well, that are much, up. much worse, but yeah. still entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think any movie like... of this genre should be more than about 65 to 70 minutes. And that's it. <laughs> Hard stuff. So, yeah, this will be great. And then there can be five of them. Are you saying made for TV, James? Made for TV is what it's called. Made for they TV. They call them TV okay. series now. But... <laughs> I think you're pitching a TV show. Well, maybe it is. Like every, every movie is an episode? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a much better way to do it. I think we can we can oh. look for a way to bring this home. So uh, I mean the the word where and the word fur both give us ample bad pun opportunities if we want to just so like much. drop our buckets in that well. Yeah, yeah, forever where. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this something. This is a bunch of words put together, <laughs> but it feels nice. <laughs> it's it's like, it does. It does. I mean, Neil Gaiman wrote a book called mm-hmm. Neverwhere, Neverwhere, which forever yeah. sort of uh, kind of means something right. almost. <laughs> uh, furry vengeance has already been taken. Yeah, I, when I thought up this concept, I looked up, and there is at least there are at least two furry horror movies really? where furries hunt people or just fur suits are creepy i guess so they just uh, capitalize yeah, I guess on it's that hot right now i haven't seen them so i don't know any more details about them than that well uh i guess we're gonna have to watch them all right it's we'll do a double all feature right, let's do it <laughs> love it bad moon rising man i hadn't even gone into the into the moon tunnel yet the moon tunnel it sounds more exciting than it is. I'm trying to think of anything else, but like... Oh. Everything just comes up silly puns with where. Wherefore art thou, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to sell a few tickets. I'm so sorry. I'm so... That title would sell a few tickets, <laughs> I think. Wherefore art thou? I... And there we stop. Wherefore art thou? And there's not a Shakespeare anywhere. Anywhere. And just arbitrarily... What uh, what Fred and Lupina have in common is a love for Romeo and Juliet, and it's like completely like stitched into a plot. Yeah. No, if you do that, it's going to get the producers are going to pigeonhole it, and it's going to be a werewolf furry Romeo and Juliet, and it's going to have to be. And at the end of Romeo and Juliet, everyone dies. So yeah, that's true. That works out. Hey, could, be, could be the bloodbath. Yeah, I like the, I like this take. We could just call it uh, Moon Blood. <laughs> <laughs> and that won't imply menstruation at all. No, that's good. <laughs> that's our tagline. Moonblood, it's not about menstruation. <laughs> How about his time of the month? Oh, oh God, God, that's so bad. Uh, uh, or yeah. unconventional. Unconventional. Oh, I love wow. it. That's oh, perfect. God. Yes. That's a we would have stretch. to probably put the convention From a little bit more front center. center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they're getting married at the at a furry convention. So when he shows up, he just wrecks all the furries oh, at the convention. We We're shouldn't actually, change the plot to justify a title. <laughs> <laughs> we already have a tenuous balance <laughs> achieved. <laughs> We could just add another plot, right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt to have too many. And that is where we oh, always okay. want to end, right. is with too much. Well done, y'all. Leave them right. wanting less. Thanks. <laughs> Leave them wanting less. <laughs> well, thanks for your insight, James, on this and on, uh, and on our other pursuits. I think people get to hear your contributions regularly just in a... In a in a quieter way. Sure, yeah. happy to help or detract from the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. 
We're going to wrap things here. We will be seeing you a bunch this month, so stay tuned in. We're going to have the first of our series dropping on Thursday. We'll be doing more of these on Mondays. So keep an eye on whichever feed you prefer. We're on YouTube and we're on all the podcast platforms. And you can also find us various places online. And uh, Mepha, you want to tell them how to support? Yeah, just go to ko-fi.com slash the snake's paw that's ko-fi.com slash the snake's paw and feel free to earmark whatever you offer for the budget for a particular project that we've pitched if you want to see one of these things come true if you know we get 10 or 15 bucks behind one of these we can do a low budget short (laughs) and if you want to support us but don't have any money we uh, uh the best way you can support us is just by liking subscribing and telling your friends Seriously, y'all, word makes a lot of difference at this early phase in the game, especially. So thanks for those of you who are doing that. Word. All right, y'all. We'll see you very, very soon.